Sometimes all it takes to get everyone's attention is to raise your voice. When it comes to audiobooks, Amazon has announced it's taking just that approach and pumping the volume on Audible, which it owns. Welcome to Copyright Clearance and his podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. The golden age of podcasting is upon us, and that's not just this one podcaster talking. Downloadable audio in all its forms has gotten consumers' attention, and they are all ears. With the details when it comes to the book world, Andrew Albanese joins me on the line from New York, as he does every Friday. He joins me there from his office at Publishers Weekly. And welcome back to Beyond the Book, Andrew. Hey there, Chris. Well, indeed. Welcome back. And and uh, tell us about uh, the numbers and the sort of the background on this story about the boom in audio sales. Uh, and uh, I guess it really does come down to, have you heard any good books lately? Yeah. Well, actually, Monday's issue is our fall audiobook announcements issue. Uh, and like we do for our print books, our editors will run down all of the audiobooks that you should listen to, the, the big ones coming out this fall. And you are certainly right about audio sales. The audio segment of the publishing industry is a real bright spot. It continues to flourish in 2016 uh, in large measure, as you know, due to the increasing demand for digital downloads. Uh, in fact, I think the latest data from all the various trade organizations point to really robust production of audiobooks and sales in 2015 with downloaded adult audiobook sales up almost 40%. I think the number is 38.9 or something over 2014. And that's according to the Association of American Publisher Stats. And digital downloads are also growing. Uh, they're up 34% in both dollars and units, uh, as reported by the Audio Publishers Association's annual survey. And that kind of strength is allowing publishers to really uh, have some leeway in bolstering both their front lists and as well as going deeper into their backlist to mine more audio offerings from older series or backlist titles that might not have gotten audio editions the first time around. So this fall, you can uh, audiobook listeners are, are going to have more choice than ever before. And you can check out those choices that are coming up this fall in our audiobook announcements on Monday. I'm looking forward to hearing what kinds of things people are listening to. I, I, I know what I enjoy and what's going to be hot this fall. Well, it's probably no surprise is that, you know, thrillers are actually a huge category when it comes to audio books. Uh, and to me, that makes sense because this sort of harkens back to the days of serialized radio. Uh, and I think more to the point too, like podcasts, which are surging, uh, in popularity with shows like, uh, Serial, the aptly named show. Uh, and this fall, I think fans are going to get a lot more thriller offerings that you have, uh, writers like Harlan Coben and Patricia Cornwell who are going to have new offerings as well as books from John Le Carre who are finally going to get audio Editions. And of course, there are many other stalwarts in that genre as well. Uh, there's also a rich batch of audio of biographies, excuse me, and memoirs. Uh, there's tell-alls from the world of Hollywood. There's a great bio of Tippi Hedren that's coming out in audio. There's books in the, I know we're all music fans here. There's biographies of Johnny Marr, Bruce Springsteen, and Hank Williams that are coming out in audio editions. And of course, there are more than a few political titles in the mix uh, for conservatives and liberals alike, I should add, as the presidential election draws near. So if you're looking for something good to listen to, check out uh, PW's full list of highlights in Monday's issues. I'm sure there's going to be something that will interest you. Well, you know, as I say, I know what I enjoy, and I certainly know when I have time for a book, and it's not to read it at night. It's to listen to it in the car, because there's so much time I spend getting back and forth. And you've also got some news this week uh, on the audio front from Amazon, which, as we mentioned at the top of the show, owns Audible, one of the leaders in the audiobooks uh, business. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, you know, we talk a lot about Amazon on the show, and we talk about their heft and their market tactics, and they get a lot of criticism. But I think we also have to say that Amazon is often just pretty smart. For example, they saw the issues with the ebook market way back when, and they solved it with a Kindle, which was smart. Uh, now, how they've engineered the ebook market since then tends to be a little bit more fraud, and also the print book market, market, I should say. And I think I'm being polite when I say that. But I think it's safe to say that we have an ebook market like we have today because Amazon backed its vision up with some actions. And that plays some part, and I think, where the company is today. And I think their announcement this week in the audio realm is another case where Amazon is being smart. As you say, Amazon owns Audible, and as we've just discussed, audiobooks are surging. So what does Amazon do? Well, this week, they officially unveiled an on-demand, unlimited listening service called Channels. The ad-free service, which is free to Audible subscribers and was rolled out to some users in beta. Uh, this past spring features curated short form audio. Uh, non subscribers too can access this stuff, but they got to pay $4.95 a month. So, channels listeners are going to find a consistently updated roster of original programming, exclusive content that includes comedy and lectures, and selections from newspapers like the Wall Street Journal and the Times and the Washington Post. Also, all of this stuff is uh, selected by a staff of Amazon editors. Some of it is read by celebrities, authors, professional voice actors. And of course, I know I mentioned this before, but I should stress Amazon's going to be creating original content. So why do I think this is so smart? Well, I think you can draw a line between uh, the popularity of podcasts, uh, which are surging. Of course, we've talked about that quite a bit in, in recent shows and listeners who are checking out uh, short form audio. And, you know, the line that I would draw there is to audiobooks and longer form listening. And that is what Amazon is betting on, that the free programming that they're building into their subscriptions are going to build Audible subscribers and hook new users who do not currently listen to audiobooks, uh, but do listen to podcasts. And they're going to graduate from being short form listeners to audiobook buyers. And I'm going to say right now, I think it's that Amazon is probably right here. I think, uh, as I said, a smart move by Amazon. And we're going to watch with interest to see how it affects audiobook sales uh, in the coming months. Of course, we'll probably have to guess at that because Amazon is not likely to share any of its data, uh, but that's for another podcast. Well, indeed, if we had any data from Amazon, we'd have to do a special edition <laughs> of Beyond the Book. But on that subject of sharing data, you have some to share with us. And in Monday's issue, we have the half-year results for print book sales. And, and how are we doing? So far, not too bad. Uh, now, the AAP sales for January, which were the most recent figures, our listeners will remember, we just talked about that recently, showed some slack, showed a little a little dip in sales. But the unit sales of print books from January to June 2016 over 2015 uh, from Nielsen BookScan are pretty positive. Overall, print book sales in 2016 so far for the half year, according to Nielsen, are up 6% over 2015. That's a pretty good number. Uh, adult nonfiction is up 12%. Fiction is up 9%. And juvenile fiction is even up too. And that's minus the big blockbusters from Veronica Roth and John Green. They're up 3%. Uh, and here's an interesting number. You know, wait for it. Audiobooks. Audiobook sales, uh, according to Nielsen, are down a pretty hefty 13%. Now, 
I just got done talking about how much audio is surging, right? Well, I'll remind you that these are Nielsen numbers and they deal with analog audio sales. These are not digital downloads. So I think that number is probably right. And I think it's also reflective of the shift to digital downloads for audio and, you know, sort of reflective of how analog audio book sales are really disappearing quickly. So if you want to go more in depth on all these numbers, you can check out Monday's issue of PW and, you know, spoiler alert here, that will also include a top 20 best-selling titles of the year so far. And there's a popular book by a doctor that tops the list that's a popular graduation present. So that's all I'll say about that. See if you can guess what that is. Okay. Well, you know, uh, we always enjoy listening in our podcast series to Andrew Albanese, senior writer at Publishers Weekly. Thanks for joining us on Beyond the Book. My pleasure, as always. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center with its subsidiaries Rights Direct in the Netherlands and Ixis in the United Kingdom. CCC is a global leader in content workflow, document delivery, text and data mining, and rights licensing technology. You can follow Beyond the Book on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to the free podcast series on iTunes or at our website, beyondthebook.com. Our engineer and co-producer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. I'm Christopher Keneally. Join us again soon on Beyond the Book.